All right, we are, we're recording. All right, this well, episode we, says, here, oh. here we are recording. <laughs> this All is right, going to be a good one, Dan. This is going to be a good one. I feel it. It's going to be a good one. Oh boy. It's a big day. Uh, this episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. You help make this happen on the easy days and on days like this. You are the one that makes us be here. Thanks. Hey. Hey, guess what? The hand on the wall is out today. The final book out of the truly today. It's out. It's out. Yeah, it is. It's just out. So if you want it, you can just go get it. That's it. That's exciting. Send tweet. Yeah. So if you've gotten it, I thank you. If you're going to get it, I thank you. If you've thought about it and decided against it, I still thank you. Just appreciate you, books. And hey, this is Dan. This might be the last time you hear from me. Oh, no. Because the impeachment trial is about to kill me, but in the interim, I will keep you informed on what's happening during it at impeachment.fyi. Why not let me die so that you can live? And he lived his life like a candle in the den, never knowing when the impeachment gonna rule the land. And I would have liked to have seen him, his beard flap in the wind. His candle burned out long before the impeachment trial end. Impeachment.fyi. Oh, we're such broken people. <laughs> I want to hear... Let me hear the noise of impeachment, Dan. Oh. Yep, that's a, that about sums it up. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. <laughs> How's that going? I'm Lorraine Johnson. And I am Dan Sinker. Maureen Johnson, this is a day for you. It is. The hand on the wall is out. It, it is. I am, as we, today I record... I'm sitting on a hotel bed in Los Angeles. Um, I've got the hotel. Big t- Apple. That's right. I've got the TV on in front of me um, with on mute because uh, it's a big day and we'll get to that. Uh, but tonight I have an appearance at the Grove here in Los Angeles. And uh, I started the day doing like Skype recordings of interviews and things and the Skype uh, just didn't work. So it was a lot of that in the morning. And then uh, people were coming to the hotel to record stuff. And um, yeah, you know, it's good. It's all happening for you, Maureen. It's a good week. Let's just cut. Let's just stay here. Let's stay here in the hotel room with you, with the book coming out. I want to be in, I want to be in that glow. Well, how about this, Dan? Last night, I have a rule basically when I get to a place I always, if the weather is permiss- permits, I go out and I walk and I yeah. I see the neighborhood. And now I've done enough trips to LA in the last couple of months that all the hotels have been different, but they're all in the same kind of three mile range so that I actually sure. know where I'm going. And so I just walked to do some errands to get some stuff I knew because I flew in. The coming in 
was bananas. The last three hours yeah. was the most turbulence I think I've ever experienced on a plane. Um, oh, boy. It was kind of fun. And I watched this movie, Ready or Not, um, which is great. I don't know if you've seen it. No. The whole premise is this woman, it starts, it's a wedding at a big rich family's house. The bride is from, you know, she's from an outsider. The husband is the, the rich family. And you find out that this family is rich because they make games. And they just have okay. one weird rituals that on the night when anyone marries into the family, you have to go to this room at midnight and draw a card to see which game you're going to play with the family. And she draws this card that says hide and seek. And oh, no. you can get like chess or whatever. And like, that's the game you play. But if it's hide and seek, you find out that this family has done a. Uh, they think they've done a deal with the devil and that it means that they have to hunt the bride or groom down to the death. Wow. And the whole thing is then her just running because this insane family is running around with her, like trying to kill her. And um, it's great. So she runs around this gothic mansion trying to escape this crazy rich family. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It, it is genuinely pretty hilarious. Um, but I was watching it on a plane that was vibrating in the sky. The plane vibrated so much that even the video controller was acting on its own. Like it was flickering oh, and changing channels. And um, so, yeah. Um, so I'm in L.A. and then I so I'm walking around and I, I get kind of headspacey weird when I've flown. And so it's like you're kind of goofed up. And then I was just walking around like I need some food. And I stopped at this like random Instagrammable fast casual place. It was like, mm -hmm. we're adorable. Look at our pastels and our fuzziness. And it Dan, was just some random place. But you could go in, you could order a couple tacos, vegetarian options that are really good, three different types of vegan cheeses if you wanted them. So I got these adobe uh, to tofu tacos with all those delicious toppings, fresh guacamole with plantain chips, um, oh, fresh man. aqua fresca, and a big bowl of fresh fruit uh, spiced with chili. All of that for like 16 bucks. I love, I love eating in Los Angeles. It was so goddamn good. And it was just some random like fast casual place, but it was super duper fresh and relatively cheap for the mount, like the mountain of food that came out. So, you know, just saying that's something nice, isn't it? That is nice. Everything about Los Angeles is nice. I'm going to be out there in like two weeks. But so uh, off. All right, well, but you're there now. Who's showing off now? Huh? 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 Oh, boy. I feel punchy, Maureen. Why? I feel punchy. And this impeachment trial has not even begun. But I, your book is out. I've been reading your book. Guess what I discovered, Maureen? What? I discovered that I can't read things. So I got my eyes checked, and it turns out uh, my eyes don't focus close anymore. Oh, that's not good. So I got to get now. I, so now I got to get like readers and all that stuff. But anyway, so I, it, barring uh, the very expensive glasses that they want me to get, uh, I went and bought a nine dollar pair of reading glasses at the Walgreens, and uh, it turns out if you can focus your eyes that words are easy to comprehend yeah so i have been i have been plowing through your book in the last couple of days because i can actually read it now i hope you like it i do like it i i'm almost done i think i've got like like maybe a quarter of the book left you're like oh who's this last night i was like who's this I was fella like, I keep going who's this fella it's dedicated to oh Oh, oh that's me. me. This is gonna be a just a, this is gonna be a strange says who, isn't it? Because it is we don't really have we notes. Our timing couldn't be worse. Timing couldn't be worse. Uh we are recording this. It is Tuesday morning, I think. That's the thing. I'm on West Coast time. So yeah. by the time I woke up here, all kinds of 
nonsense was happening on the East Coast. Uh, yeah, it's uh, we are recording this on the morning that they will be debating the rules that the impeachment trial will be held under, which will then begin tomorrow, Wednesday, the 22nd, which is when this episode will actually come out. So if you are expecting a lot of uh, impeachment trial information, I can certainly talk about these fucking rules Jesus, or, uh, but, but the trial itself, here's the wild thing, Maureen, there is a more than 0% chance that by the time we record next week, the trial will be over. That seems smart and good. Yeah. Yeah. It all leads to this. You know, what's funny is I was setting up, uh, this morning and I was looking around, I've been doing a lot of... Uh, cleaning and organizing in my work area down here in the basement. And I noticed that I had written on my write-on wipe-off board smartly in permanent ink, because I am brilliant, January arrow Maureen's prediction. Okay. I'm not sure... I think that probably means at one point at the start of this impeachment process, when this impeachment process was simply a glimmer in everyone's eye. I think that you said he'll be gone by January. Wow. Uh, to be fair, my predictions did tend to roll a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I chose to write this one with sharp in Sharpie yeah, I mean, for some all reason. Right, well, then that must have been the most firm one. And I mean, I guess that's I'm I mean, you never thought we'd get here. No. No, but I think that I think that the chances of this trial going anywhere, but rapidly through its paces, the way a bad meal works through your body. Is uh, I think fairly slim. Well, let's break it down though, Dan, because that's all we're really doing this episode. We usually, we? I just want to talk about your book. You know, usually we have a, a set of notes with different things and topics and different. And this today is going to be pure. To, and I've got the TV on right now. Um, oh no, Adam Schiff is talking, and I I just want to actually talk yeah. through what I see on the screen, and that is. That is a giant black marble desk they've got in the Senate. It's a, it's a, like a, like a mountain just fills the screen. It's like a, it's, like a, it's big. And that's what, uh, that's called, uh, impeachment report for Maureen. <laughs> There's a big, um, <laughs> so what, okay, Dan, what is happening yeah. today, Tuesday, a day that has already happened if you're listening? <laughs> So what is happening is, um, well, let's back up to last week, which is when the articles of impeachment, which were passed back in December, um, when they finally were transferred from the House of Representatives to the Senate. Um, the House investigates impeachment and passes articles of impeachment. The, that then triggers a trial of the president in the Senate. And that trial has one of two outcomes. Either the president is removed from office or the president is acquitted. Um, removal from office requires a two-thirds majority in the Senate. And this will be the third impeachment trial to ever happen in the Senate. And no, no president has ever been impeached uh, or ever been removed from, from office in an impeachment trial. So... So there's that. Um, this past weekend, there were a bunch of sort of legal deadlines that uh, both the president's. Oh, boy, the president's defense team, Maureen, that's a whole nother topic to discuss. But uh, the. There were deadlines that the president's defense team and the House impeachment managers, basically the prosecutors of the case, uh, had to file all that stuff got filed uh on time landed yesterday um with the final with the final stuff um 
And then the trial is supposed to begin today. But until late last night, there were not actually any governing rules for the trial. Uh, which is a little bit odd. Over and over and over again, uh, Mitch McConnell has said that they will follow the follow the basic standards of the Clinton impeachment as rules. But that's saying that and actually making rules are a different thing. And so late last night, we finally saw the rules that that McConnell was going to put forth. And as we speak, uh, those rules are being debated. So that the actual trial trial, the making arguments uh, part of the trial can begin tomorrow. So they have to do all of the rule stuff today. Yeah. Yeah. And the rules only have to be passed by 51 votes. And so unless something goes real wild, the Republicans could pass the rules essentially immediately other than the sort of senatorial processes of allocated time for debate and amendments and that sort of thing. But they have the Senate has a 53 vote majority. So uh, getting to 51 is pretty straightforward for them. So, yes, it's going to be a it's going to be a long day, but the outcome is. Something very weird would have to happen for the outcome to not just be these rules are accepted. OK, and but. But let's talk about potential other outcomes. So they would need basically four people to. Yeah, Democrats would need four people to make any any real change to these to these rules or to uh, change, you know, not just change these rules in little bits, but also change the overall design of the trial as it stands right now. So what are the rules as they've. So the rules are um, they are following the broad strokes of the Clinton impeachment trial. The Clinton impeachment trial gave 24 hours spread over a certain number of days for the House managers to make their case and then for the White House to make their defense 24 hours each side. Um, and then they held votes on whether or not to have witnesses in the Clinton trial. They voted to have witnesses. They had witnesses and then they voted to, um, then they held the sort of the real vote, the removal vote, the two thirds majority vote. And obviously Clinton was not removed from office. So that's the basic broad strokes of what they're following, but there are some real important differences. The first being the 24 hours of the Clinton trial was spread over three days. So three eight-hour days uh, for each side to make their case. This is going to be two 12-hour days for each side. And the trial starts at one in the afternoon. So... A 12-hour day with no breaks ends at 1 in the morning Eastern time. But they will also have breaks. So we're really talking about 2 or 3 in the morning when these when these days will end. Mm-hmm. And they're going to run, at least as of now, four days in a row. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow and Thursday, so Wednesday and Thursday, the House will make their case. And Friday and Saturday, the White House will make their defense. Can I ask a stupid question? Please. So it's a stupid process. So all questions are stupid. All right. There's a lot of different ways you could start asking these questions. But one, why? Like, why? Which why? Why do it? Why? Well, why? Uh, breaking news Senate revises rules to hold arguments over three days is what's co- is the Chiron that's coming up on this, the. What? That's just come up on the screen. Well, because it's going to be a really stupid episode. <laughs> what? So does that mean that the 24 hours is going to be spread over three days or they're going to somehow even truncate it further as opposed to four days and do it in three days? I don't know. Which way does it mean? Oh, Let's speculate. I don't. They can't possibly have 
voted on that at this point? I don't know. They, what is the what does it say? The Senate revises rules to hold arguments over three days. All right, let me do. Let's look. I'm trying to figure this out. What is happening? Okay, I think we new should all- changes to the McConnell resolution. 24 hours over each side will be spread out over three days, not two, and evidence will be automatically admitted unless someone objects. Really? Says White House reporter for the Washington Post. That's a big deal. Oh, this according to two GOP aides. That was a few minutes ago. I like, keep all this in the episode. That's time. the Clinton. Yeah. So that is the... That is the Clinton model, because that was the other fucking thing about these about the. So the second part of this sentence and evidence will be automatically admitted unless someone objects. Mm -hmm. Um, The other part of the rules that came out last night was that the evidence that accompanied the articles of impeachment um, from the House. So everything the fucking House did from the end of September until mid-December was not going to be admitted until there was a vote after all of the opening arguments and questions happened. And then it would still be voted on whether or not to even admit that evidence into this trial, which felt like a real fucking fixes in shit. Right. This is fucking wild. Are you serious? What about the arguments thing? Yeah, I mean, that's a big, that is a real change. Let's see. I guess what, as you're listening to Dan and I process this news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here is. The thing about this is, this whole process is bananas. (laughs) It's like we're in a, like a 70s movie about a wacky car race, like, and there's like a, a souped up VW bug and a van with a with a face drawn on it and someone's like taped three motorcycles together and they've called it Hoopy, the wonder car. Like it's just we're just all wacky racing our way through this. OK, let's see. Resolution trial timeline. Arguments begin Wednesday at one, three days to present arguments, 24 hours total, 16 hours to ask questions. They just flashed it up and then they took it the fuck away. They're like, did you get that? Go, we take it. Um, Wait, but that, huh? No, that's even differenter. Hold on. That's even differenter. <laughs> oh, boy. This could be a good episode. So, okay. So, yeah, last minute rule change. One minute ago allows cases to be presented over three days, not two. I have a real selfish <laughs> reason to be very happy right now. <laughs> which is i'm supposed to be at a fucking conference this friday and saturday and i'm like they're gonna be fucking 12 hour days (sighs) i can at least attend some of it dan i guess the question i was going to ask before this chiron popped up is why would you start at there's so many questions but if you were going to say you yeah. were going to do it as previously suggested, 12 hour days, yeah. why would you start at 1 p.m. and not say? So 9 I have. Yes. So this is why uh, I actually did some research into this because I had that same question. Uh, Chief Justice John Roberts presides over the trial in the Senate. And he has Pilates in the morning. And the Supreme Court is in oh. session. I would prefer they are Pilates. Yeah, they are actually like today they like did fucking work on two different things today. They're doing work all fucking week. And so basically this dude, this dude who is in his mid 60s, which is not old, but it's not, you know, I used to stay up for two days straight and was just like, whatever, that ain't happening now. And I'm not in my mid 60s. Right. Um, he is going to be staying up super late, then getting up and doing Supreme Court work, and then at noon heading over for the actual trial. So uh, my understanding is that the 1 p.m. start, in addition to being how it worked 
uh, during the Clinton thing, which again, that's sort of the model that everyone keeps following, um, is because the Supreme Court actually has work it's got to do and they need a chief justice to do that work. All right. So that's why so they're he's starting pulling double duty. That's why they're starting. You thought your days were long. Do you have to? Yeah. Do you have to preside over the Supreme Court, then run across town shoving a sandwich in your face to sit in front of an impeachment trial for eight, eight to twelve hours? I think it's hours? only across the street. Look, but no, he's stopping at Arby's. He's getting the getting the meats. Man, that was a very confusing moment in time. But we are through it. All right, that's actually a big deal. That's not just a big deal for um for my own personal sanity, but it's a it's a big deal for the trial itself. Right. Because obviously the other half of the question, which is why fucking do this in 12-hour days, right? Like why make these this so fucking short is um I I got to close. I have a window open now that's got a live stream. I don't know how you're looking at the TV and talking at the same time. Um, I'm not, also, nothing's happening. It's just, he's just kind of standing there talking. They are, the reason to compress it is twofold. One, the president and by extension, Republicans want to wrap the trial before the State of the Union address, which is February 4th. And if they followed kind of to the letter of the law, the timing of the um, Clinton trial, that would be very difficult. It would probably overrun the State of the Union. Um, the other reason, and I think probably the bigger reason, is it is better to have two days of, well, there actually there are two reasons. So one is it's better to have two days where the headlines are going to be against you than three, right? Um, and then vice versa two days you know they only have two days that the headlines are for them but doesn't matter they'd rather minimize the sort of the blast radius of of the argument being made and then the third reason is they want this to be happening in the middle of the night you know they don't want it rap they don't want the closing arguments and that sort of thing happening when people are awake and paying attention they want they want it to be brutal and draining and awful because they want they want people to disengage right now the witnesses the question of witnesses how would that yeah. impact say that they vote on the rules to allow witnesses because that is a possibility right yeah yeah it's probably a bigger possibility after the um what are called opening statements but really is the the meat of the trial. Um, you know, the opening statements are what we are talking about right now. What will happen now over the course of three days and then three days, the it's basically it's making the entire case, but they're called opening statements. So basically they get um, 24 hours to make their statement. Yeah, to make their case. Right. So the House impeachment managers will go first. Now, apparently they'll have three days to do it. And then the White House will go second and they'll have three days to make their defense. Um, and if there were witnesses, and then, then there would be witnesses. So not quite. Okay. At that point, there is 18 hours probably spread over two, maybe it's 16 hours, spread over two days. I think it's 16 hours. Um likely spread over two days with where the senators can ask questions. And now this is the, the couple of funny, weird ass things about this trial. So one, senators cannot speak at all. I don't hate it. Um, yeah. And uh, that includes this question asking phase. So they submit all of their questions to John Roberts in writing and he reads them out and they get answered by the um, impeachment managers and the White House defense. In fact, the reason why on your muted on your screen right now, Adam Schiff is talking or someone from the impeachment managers is talking is because even now debating the rules of the trial, senators can't speak. So the the debate actually happens between the impeachment managers and the White House defense, unless the senators really, really want to debate the rules, in which case they actually have to shut the cameras off and they do it behind closed doors. 
I like that a lot. This is some fucking arcane ass shit morning. It's like they. I I watched that shit before and I had to listen to Jim Jordan and Devin Nunez. And that's the weird thing. Late last night, it was announced that Jim Jordan and Devin Nunes and and about six other uh, house members are on the president's defense team. Mm. That seems to be different than the actual legal team. And I don't understand it as of yet. I think nobody understands it as of yet. But the reality is, is we will probably see this jacketless body of Jim Jordan before this is all done. Um, but anyway, to go back to it, the uh, the most probable time that the vote on witnesses will happen will be after opening statements and after the question period. At that point, there will be a vote on witnesses, on documents. And if those don't pass, then a final vote on the actual impeachment. Well, let's just count days. So if it starts tomorrow, that means Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Then it'll be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, plus yeah, Thursday, I mean, so Friday. Technically, they work Saturday, but I would gut that they will not hold it on Saturday. Or at least I really hope they don't. <laughs> so at the conclusion of those two days, then there would be a separate day in which they had a vote on whether or not to have witnesses. Mm-hmm. So that would probably be the following Monday. Yeah. Uh, no. So hold on. Let me look at a, yeah. So I guess, yeah. 22nd, 23rd, 24th, man, this is a real, this is a real, how the sausage gets made. You guys, this is really in real time. We're all cooking up to this. So yeah, two days. So the third of February, but the state of the Uh, union is the fourth is on the fourth. Right. And the Iowa caucus is on the third. So, they could. So, again, technically, the Senate trial is six days a week. Sundays are the only day off. They can. um, Obviously, they can, uh, you know, whatever, arraign. No, whatever the word is, it starts with an A and my brain doesn't work. Um, I would be very surprised if they were to work this Saturday because... That seems weird to say, okay, have three days to make your opening arguments. Then White House have one day. (coughs) Coffee. Have one day on a Saturday and then do it on Monday and Tuesday. That feels weird, but who knows? We'll know more probably by the end of this day. Um, But they could, in theory, White House makes their defense on the 27th, 28th, and 29th. The question period is the 30th and 31st. They could hold the vote on the 1st. Okay. About the extra, about the witnesses. The whole, all the votes. So if they say no. They could they could do everything. If they say no witnesses. Then they proceed and right And no on. evidence, then they just roll right into the actual impeachment vote. Now, Dan, what are the chances that four people are going to say, hey, let's have some witnesses? So they those chances are not zero, but not enormous. So there are three people who most folks point to and say, okay, these three are the three that, if there were movement in that direction, would be the three. They are Mitt Romney, who has said in the past that he would like to hear from John Bolton. They are Susan Collins, who has said that she feels like witnesses are a good idea. Can I just stop and and say, oh, Susan Collins. Yes, exactly. And Lisa Murkowski, who has uh, had similar sort of "Ah, witnesses. What about them? Um, That's three. You need four. And that's assuming that all the Democrats are going to hold together, which isn't even necessarily a a given. Um, Lamar Alexander has said, who is a retiring Republican senator, who I thought was dead, but isn't. um, He has said sort of weakly that he thinks impeachment or he he thinks that um, witnesses are a good idea. 
And then there is like Cory Gardner, who is the Republican senator from Colorado and is a, in a very, very, very shaky reelection possibility. Um, most likely, if he were to vote against witnesses, he will not be a senator in this by this fall's election. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, there's there is that. Um, you can find a path to four. But I don't I don't think that it is a particularly robust path, especially when uh, folks like Rand Paul have said, essentially, I'm paraphrasing here. Rand Paul has said, if any of you motherfuckers vote for witnesses, then you're voting for every possible potential witness. And I'm going to make you fucking vote on Hunter Biden. And I'm going to make you fucking vote on the whistleblower. And basically he has threatened to put people in potentially difficult votes if they decide to vote. His belief is, and he said it, is any Republican that votes against Hunter Biden as a witness is not going to be a senator. Oh, man. So witnesses are a double-edged sword. Right. Um, but who would the likely witnesses be? John Bolton. John Bolton is the A1. Um, following again the example of the Clinton impeachment trial, witnesses were not, it, it, there was a similar sort of, we're not going to vote on witnesses at the start. We're going to vote on witnesses at the, at the end of opening and at the end of questions. Um, they originally didn't want to have witnesses. Then they decided, okay, we'll do it. Um, but they decided that they would be um, videotaped depositions instead of um, immediate public testimony. And the rules, at least as of last night, for this said that if witnesses happen... It, they would be deposed first and then there would be another vote on whether or not to have them testify publicly. In the Clinton trial, there were three witnesses. Um, there was, let's see, Monica Lewinsky, Vernon Jordan, and Sidney Blumenthal were the three witnesses. And they were videotaped depositions. And then there was a vote and the decision was, let's just use excerpts of these videotapes instead of having another, having public testimony from any of these, um, any of these witnesses. So that's what witnesses looked like with Clinton. Um, certainly. John Bolton is the number one, right? Uh, every Democrat wants John Bolton. Um, Schumer has repeatedly said he wants Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney. Um, and then there are two folks whose names I can't remember right away from the Office of Management and Budget that he has also said he wanted. Um, Republicans want fucking Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and Adam Schiff and the whistleblower and Nancy Pelosi for some reason. And today, some one of these jackasses was like, well, if we're getting witnesses, I want Hillary Clinton. So, sure. um, well, well, yeah, so. So essentially, if there is a decision that witnesses could happen that's still a number of steps away from witnesses actually happening, including the potential of voting on each individual um, depositions that we never see or depositions that um, get videotaped. And then we see that like there's a bunch of things that could happen with witnesses. And but that's not going to happen until after this Q&A period. All right, Dan, let's skip to the end then. We've heard the whole thing. Yeah. Let's say we got no witnesses. Yeah. What happens? Uh, there's a vote. Uh, they're going to vote on each article. Um, so two votes. You need a two-thirds majority. So you need 67 members of the Senate to vote to remove him from office. So they acquit him, and then what happens? 
then then the 2020 general election really begins because that's that's what we're building towards so this is all while it i still think this is super important to do even though they're going to acquit him yeah yes the shit had to come out and be seen uh Let's see. GOP yeah, I mean, to the, allow the, House record into evidence for trial. I don't know if that's news. It says it's breaking news. So that's yeah. So that what that means is that other part where oh they don't have to um, re-enter. A... The, they don't have. There won't be a vote on the House. What the House gathered, um, the evidence the House gathered, it will be admitted into the trial from jump. So let's talk which is let's good. talk about how this impacts the life of a person writing a site called impeachment.fyi. <laughs> uh well, what it means right now is that uh we are talking and I am not watching that. You are currently tracking it closer than I am, it, but I will get I will get back up. There's just nothing. Every once in a while a PowerPoint slide comes up. Right. Yeah, I mean, th- this debate is going to be weird, though. Clearly, there have been some changes already, which is good. Um, what does it mean for me? It means that I'm going to not sleep mm. like eight hour, eight hour days. I can wrap my head around a little bit better than where the 12 hours were leading me. Like I said, there is a there's a conference that happens here in Chicago every year that is happening this weekend. It is Friday and Saturday. And last night I was basically like, well, I'm going to miss that. Um, which was a bummer because I was actually really looking forward to it. Um, now I'll be able to go to some of that. Um, but it's hard, you know, I, and yet it's also the thing that I keep telling people about this. Cause they're like, boy, it just feels like so much work. It is. I enjoy it a lot. There is a, so long before this podcast, long before anything, I was a very young magazine editor, right? And the, I have always liked editing more than I have liked writing. And the big reason for that is editing is a fun puzzle that you get to put together to tell a story instead of having to do the awful work of writing to tell a story. Um, And, uh, this is a daily puzzle, right? Like I I have a notes file that I'm fucking collecting all this shit in, including just now. Like I have, oh shit, three days, arrow, points, changed, exclamation point. Um, at least in previous time frames, I would sit down at about 4.35 o'clock at night, my time, with my notes file and put together the actual puzzle of what is... What is the stuff that has bubbled up to the top, right? Like, so what you're, what you're saying is actually real, I think really important uh, to how we need to start thinking about news again, which is, you know, I said to you, well, I'm not watching and I'm missing this shit and you're, you're more on it. And you said to me, nothing's happening, right? Like there's some PowerPoints going up. We are so attuned to the idea that news is like this constant assault, Um, And one of the things that is nice about impeachment.fyi is I have to keep on it. But at the end of the day, half the shit is not boiling into an update. Right. So the work is figuring out what actually boils up to the update. What feels like to understand what happened today, you need to have this three sentence thing. Right. Two sentence thing. Um, It turns out, even though it feels like everything is fucking cresting and breaking on us every second, when you actually step back and say this is only happening once a day, what's still important? A shocking amount is not important. Um, And so, yeah, so I assemble that puzzle. The big difference is now I don't know when I'm doing that. Like. 5 p.m. even on an eight-hour day is halfway through. Um, the the house stuff that was 12, 14-hour days um, on some of the some of the days that they did um, that they did testimony, and uh, you know that would get done at like nine nine ten o'clock at night, 
Uh, and that, that at least that's when the newsletter would go out. So maybe that's what it looks like. I don't know. Like that was last night. I was like, am I writing, really writing things at two or three in the morning? Or am I waking up in the morning and sending an update then? I don't know. Hmm. Well, how in. I just went into a fugue you state. Did. I don't know what I was just yeah, saying. Yeah, no, it, it seemed like I, I felt you go on autopilot. Because in two weeks time, likely impeachment.fi will be over. Yeah. Somebody, a friend of mine last night was like, so what are you doing after? And I was like, dude, you know me. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what happens after, but it will be what over. If they, which is, what um, if they impeach him again? Well, that's, I can't, with all of the Lev Parnas stuff that has come out in the last week, and a lot of, I think, a lot of the arguments that are going to be made in the opening statements are going to center around the fact that there's all sorts of new fucking weird-ass damning evidence that has been uncovered since the impeachment vote, right? Um, the House included that in the, all that stuff in their brief that they submitted um, this weekend. They have excerpts and quotes and footnotes to Lev Parnas documents, which were not part of the original impeachment vote, right? Um, the White House argument is, and, and what a lot of Republican senators have said, is nothing should be considered that wasn't a, available on December 18th. Um, one obvious remedy for that is you impeach the fucker again. Yeah. So if they impeach him again, I don't know if it will you then just then impeachment dot what? We'll yeah. just keep it's, it's the engine. Sure. Why not? <laughs> it just keeps going. The chances yeah. of them impeaching him again, they don't feel great. No, they don't feel great because it's a lot of time. And by that point, we are so. Let's he's going to get acquitted because of the Senate. Right. And and listeners, that has been the known outcome from day one. Right. It would be. I mean, it's not a zero chance that he would be removed from office. It's just very close to zero. But it's tech. Yeah. And it would be. It's not zero. It would. That would be a seismic event. To have that many, right, 17 Republicans be like, fuck it. Yeah. What would it take? He's out. And what would it take? Who knows? I have no idea what it would take. I don't know. I don't know how you move 17 senators. Even finding four is hard. Yeah. Like, what if something comes out? Some. Something blows open. Now, I, admittedly, at this point, what the fuck do, does it take? It's hard to know. Right. Because right. as the man said in his campaign, I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue. Yeah. I could I could just kill somebody and you would do nothing. He's not wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, let's just say he's he's acquitted. What happens then? Then we get to the work of, I think, pointing at this and saying, look, this is what these senators did. They listened to that and they did nothing. And I feel like, I feel like that could move people. Right. It, acquittal is going to mean that everything shifts to November 2020, right? That the fight for the Senate, which is only, I think, I think there are six seats in play, right? Um, like that are seriously in play. Uh, that becomes a major battle. The fight again for the House, um, I think becomes like, so I think the Democrats really focus on the Senate. I think Republicans are going to focus heavily on the, on the House. Um, they have the Democrats have an uphill battle to take back the Senate. Uh, Republicans have an uphill battle to take back the House, but neither is impossible. So I think that there is a lot of that that will come immediately out of this. Um, and then, of course, you have the presidential race. You know, Trump is going to wear an acquittal as a 
this was always a hoax. I did nothing wrong. Look, I was even the Senate found that I did nothing wrong. Right. Like that's going to be, he's going to wear that like a, like a badge. Uh, he is going to uh, pretty much immediately claim that he wasn't even ever impeached. Right. Like that's for oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and, and then we've got, you know, keep in mind that the first primary democratic presidential primary is February 3rd. And then it just starts coming fast. A week later is New Hampshire. I think a week or maybe two weeks it is after that is South Carolina. And then um, and then it goes from there. Super Tuesday is like the middle of March. But um, but yeah, I mean, the reality is that once this is done. The fucking pedal is still all the way down on the floor and will stay all the way down till November. Fun. fun so iowa is the fifth third Third, sorry for monday the third Um, yeah the day before the state of the union the state of the union i when i first turned this on they were waiting for things to happen and i learned a fact now someone else has come to the podium now this must be the republican he's got a red tie on and he looks very he looks let's see this must be a white guy. Uh, sorry, it must be a white guy. Well, it <laughs> must be a white guy. That was a that was a Freudian slip about Republican. Um, so. Oh yeah, that's uh, I'm looking at it. That's Jay Sekulow or whatever his name is. Yeah. So that's the that's the president's um, president's personal. Okay, lawyer. so that's not. Um, pl- by the way, I'm going to read the points on led trump's defense team host of a radio tv talk show plays drums guitar with jay Sekulow band are the actual points on the screen right now <laughs> he is in a band with the original singer of kansas i was about to say something oh yes so when this all started they had time to kill and they said here's the thing about those 12 hour days with the no breaks or whatever they said they can only drink Two things on the floor of the Senate. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You can have water. So there, there's uh-huh. a page that has a little note that's like, do you want sparkling or still? And then they'll bring you water, sparkling or still. Whichever one you want. You cannot have coffee. There's like apparently a room in the back where there's coffee. And sometimes, yeah, you can go to the cloak yeah, for snacks. And she's like, sometimes there's a pizza or something, but you can only have water. And she said, and technically you can have milk. <laughs> Just let you know what I heard on the TV. <laughs> oh, my god! You goodness. can have milk. This is the thing. You can listen to Jay, the Jay Sekulow band, because I bet that's pretty fun. It's Christian rock. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I made it about 20 seconds into their cover of Jesus is Just All Right for Me or whatever that song is. And then I decided that I didn't need to look at that. Dan, you edited a a music magazine. I did. You should interview him about his band. (laughs) God, You've no, got the bona fides no. for that. You say, look, please. No, this is the thing that I don't understand. 12 hour day, even eight hour day. Right. Um, these the average age of the Senate is in the is in the 60s. Mm. Many of the senators are quite elderly. Mm. They are going to sleep through half of this. Mm. Like you can't talk. Breaks are minimal. You can't drink coffee or anything. Like, there is going to be so much snoozing in the galleries. Just sitting there listening to people drone on and on and on. Sounds yeah. like boring. Good. Yeah. Good. Suffer. Hope it sucks for you. I'll be, I'll be right there with them. Do you think them. that some of them will have one of those stadium pals on? Yeah, that's a good question. I would be very curious to know what the bathroom strategies are. Yeah, like you, can you just get up and go? 
I guess. I mean, I can't imagine that you couldn't, but I bet there are some that just sort of strap a strap a little pee tube on. Because I worry about movies even. I'm like, what if I have to pee in the middle? I pee a lot, though, to be fair. I'm just one of those people. (laughs) I know you didn't ask, but I do. I'm like, "Ah, I didn't. I just... I'm always, didn't, I'm always didn't like, oh, it's a two, two and a half hour movie. Well, we're going to have to figure out a point where things look dull so I can, you know, zip off. So, ladies, Maureen, I want to change the topic. Why? I want to come. I want to come back to the fact that this is a big day for you. The hand on the wall is out. This is the third in three books. The first three books that I have been at your side while you have written. And I know that they were a lot of work. So I want to congratulate you on getting through it, on getting them out. They're real good. It's a big day. I think that we should, I think we need to acknowledge that. Well, um, Maureen, your book is out. I'm in LA. Everyone listening should own it. You're in Los Angeles. Is it sunny there, I hope? Yeah. It seems like their wind, their weather has been kind of funky. Yesterday was extremely overcast, and it turns out I don't even know what to make of LA when it's overcast. It's just confusing. <laughs> it just looks weird. <laughs> it just looks odd. I mean, it, it really is. I'm like, this place was not built for this weather. You know, places are built to reflect. You know, London looks good in the gray because it's built for that. Yeah. Here it's not. It's like yeah, LA is. What not. is ugh. today is a little more. It's there's some clouds, but it's more blue sky. I'll be yeah. at the Grove tonight with Billy Jensen. You sure You'll be will. Listening to this, it's done. But you can still come to Denver. Uh, you can come to Oxford Valley, PA, over the weekend to Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, then into uh, Avid uh, Bookshop in Athens on Monday. Yep. Thursday, Denver. Saturday, Christiana, Delaware. Sunday, Oxford Valley, Pennsylvania. Monday, Athens, Georgia. Yep. Be there. I'm good. Oh, I hear. I hear. Maureen Johnson. I hear a little spotty. Yeah. I think the I think the mail must be oh, being delivered boy. right She's now. Let you... It was her birthday. It was her birthday on Sunday. Spotty. She is seven somehow. I don't know how that happened. Oh, pause. That kind of freaked me out. Seven years old, we got her a bone that was filled on one side with peanut butter and the other side with jelly, and she pretty much thought she'd died and gone to heaven. Oh, Spotty, best birthday ever. Yeah, she has been she's been working that bone for like two days straight now. Why not? I had to take it away at night because she won't sleep. <laughs> Just juice on it. Oh, baby. When uh, my husband, Oscar, was away in Sweden last week, he flew back on Saturday. And on Saturday night, Dexy woke up barfing, as always happens before I go away. Always. So she, we think she maybe licked, like maybe got de-icer on her paws and licked it. That's my guess. Oof. Like, to, and it kind of upset her stomach. And we're not really sure. And it, but so it, it's a, it's always happens that before I have to go away, my dogs get sick. Like I, I, without fail. So I was like, check. So we did a lot of, um, you know, we wrapped her up in a fuzzy blanket and we fed her rice and, you know, she was very snuggly. Um, but uh, he's, uh, so I, I, I've been passing, we've been like ships in the night. He's in Sweden. I'm around the country. The dog's barfing. You know, it's classy. <laughs> it's the, that's the... That is the high-profile life of a best-selling author right there. People like, book tour, what happens? I'm like, well, you kind of fly around. You you spend time in hotels. Your Skype doesn't work a bunch. You have to go down and be like, do you have any food here? And then the the hotel will be like, we have like an eggs extravaganza in the morning. I'm like, do you have anything else? They're like, that's it. That's all we do. I'm like, what about the person that doesn't eat eggs like yours truly? And they're like, you're shit out of luck. I'm like, cool. That's a good story. So then you go back up to your room and you fucking sit there and stare at the wall going, no one will feed me. Then you have to wander the streets and you get some tacos from some Instagram shack and you eat them and you say, why are these fucking tacos so good? So easy to get. Makes me mad. 
if you why find yourself that, in why does that make my, you mad in my predicament then what you do is you probably need food brought to you and that's why our podcast oh, is brought damn to it. you by blue apron and um if you're in a hotel room and you need God. to make something to eat, this impeachment.fyi is brought oh, to you. Motherfucker. Sponsor of impeachment.fyi, Blue Apron. Uh, um, you get a package, there'll be a, a container with a pinch of salt in it. This um, episode of Says Who is made possible by you. A single Not carrot. by any of this shit. By you. Jay Suckler just support. left. He just fucked yeah. up. Well, they're, gonna all, they're all going to take turns. Now there's I don't another know guy. How who... you can have a thing on your TV and talk at the same time? That would make me die. It's just interchangeable white dudes just standing in front of a. Yeah, but like, still, big... it's things moving. I would just be like, <laughs> staring at it. I've anyway, been able to tune out dudes for a long time. Just be like, oh, it's just a guy talking. It's just a guy talking. I don't have to pay anything. <laughs> Anyway, says who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Uh, I have been keeping our Patreon up to date on the success story of my bonsai tree, Maureen. I need to take another photo and get it up there. It is covered in leaves now. I did not kill yeah, that thing. You did not kill it. It is it is coming back stronger than ever, and it is never leaving my side again. I'm going to just make a little pocket for it and carry it around all the time. Are you going to take our trips with you? Yeah, I think we'll take it out this summer for sure. Oh, I'm not, is I'm it going to come? I'm, is, yeah, it's going to come gonna in the come trailer. Is it going to come in the Airstream? Yeah. Oh. It's going to come along. We've, we've had, we've found, we found homes for it the last two summers, but I think I think that I, I, I want that thing closer. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's going to come along. Anyway, you can find out the latest on our bonsai tree, maybe some updates from the road from Maureen and uh, more at patreon.com slash says who, if you join at any level, you can get access to posts on the Patreon. But if you uh, join at higher levels, you get more things. And I have been on a mailing frenzy to get all those things out. So uh, well, I brought, so, first of all, I brought all the equipment you sent me. So I have the little yeah. video set up. I also brought says who prints, says who stickers and says who pins. So I'll, I'll keep them under the table. So if you come up and say hi and say, I like says who I'll uh, reach under the table and make you happy. Now that came out weird. That I is did. not, you don't say that. You don't say that what I just said. No, you but don't... I will say that our, our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. We love you, Darth. I spent a lot of time under the table. Whoa! Yeah. Hey, it's Amy Carter's shoe. Hi, Scrooge. How's it going? It has been a while since we've heard from you. That's right. I've been busy. Yeah, uh, you've been. Yeah, been busy in Iowa. I've Your man Joe Biden working. Man. Yeah, I go to door to door. Yeah, I say you vote for my man, or I'll fuck you up. I'll fuck you up. I'll come for you in the night. And they say, what are you doing here? And I say, I'll fuck you up. You vote for my man. You vote for my man. He's looking good. He's looking good. Uh, yeah, is he? Yeah, I feel like his, I feel like he's slumping in the polls. Oh, well, he slumps. I know where he slumps. Those oh, balls. No. They oh. hang low. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Oh, God. I do know what you mean. I do, and I don't want to know what you mean, but I the do pendulum, know what you mean. The pendulum oh, swings, my friend, and it's not the oh, only thing. No. Tick tock, like a clock, like one of those, like one of those uh, grandfather clocks. <laughs> Back and forth. You know what he does sometimes? Oh, uh, no. He could kind of play racquetball with himself. That's how it keeps in shape. I'm sorry. Everyone, mm. I'm sorry. You got to vote for him. God. He's so hot. Oh, God. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Did you Twitter. Hear his you new can interview? Uh, he no. talked about how he used to get in the pool and all the kids would come and comb the hair on his legs. Ah, <laughs> I like it. Oh, God. Is that true? 
Yeah, it is. Oh, God, no. Why? Uh, Why would like he say it. that? Uh, uh, mama like. Oh, but, boy. Yes, uh, uh, she's correct that he did. And I don't know. It looks to me like it's taken from the Corn Pop interview. But Oh, boy. Because it was a, it looked like the similar, it looked like the same setup, and also yeah. it's again a pool based story in which he's like, I'm so hairy that I'd be a, and the kids would come and like comb the hair on my legs. That happened, Dan. That is a real thing that exists. Oh, I don't want I don't want any of that to exist. I want you though to contact us at says who podcast on Twitter to email at hey that is h e y at says who podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook where it is always a good time at slash groups slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard and Man. had a lot of pets in the mix this week. These that was fun. Trump Biden debates are going to be lit. Oh my God, please no. Spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can join us next Wednesday, January 29th, potentially the day the impeachment trial ends, but maybe not for our next episode. But before that, this week, catch Maureen on the road Thursday. In Denver, the Tattered Cover on Colfax Saturday in Christiana, Delaware at a bookstore. A Sunday. Barnes and Noble. There you go. A Sunday in Oxford Valley, Pennsylvania. Barnes and Noble. And Monday in Athens, Georgia. Yeah, starting in what, September? August? When will these debates start? These these Trump Biden debates? I mean, it's it is adorable that you think there will be debates. But uh, if they start, they will be, um, I think they will be in late September into October. They're going to be so goddamn weird. Uh, no, I don't Nothing want Nothing will be weirder than these debates. Uh, if they happen. Anyway, buy the hand on the wall from your favorite bookseller. And from my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. From Los Angeles, California, recorded live. I'm Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Who. I gotta go watch this shit now. And I gotta, I, I'm off. Gotta go meet my publicist and then I gotta You think. gotta go do your shit. Your book is out. Go buy her book. <laughs>